Hey, Kyle here from Common Ground in Seapoint. Thanks again for joining us as we learn together about prayer from Jesus himself here on Strange Days. And for today and tomorrow, as we round out the season, we're going to focus on the second story and picture that Jesus gives us regarding prayer as he culminates his teaching here in Luke 11. So here's Jesus' words, Luke 11, 11 to 13. He says this, What father among you, if his son asks for a fish, will instead of a fish give him a serpent? Or if he asks for an egg, will give him a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So as we said yesterday, there's normally just one or two big principles that a parable is meant to reveal. <clears throat> and the big one for today is simply that God is a good, good Father. And I've added, I've, I've doubled up the word good there just to sort of make that emphasis. Uh, and, and that's what we're going to remind ourselves of once again today. And then tomorrow we'll specifically look at the gift that He gives us of the Holy Spirit to round off this season. And I think it's important to do this because remember, Jesus kicked off his, his, his teaching on prayer here by telling us to call God Father. And now again, at the end of his teaching here, he emphasizes once again the fact that God is a very, very good Father. And so it's important for us to also cover that once again. Now, Jesus tells what's actually quite a dark, strange story. If you actually play the scene out in your mind, uh, it's something out of a, a Tim Burton movie someone once said. Uh, so just imagine some sinister father figure played by probably a whacked out Johnny Depp uh, responding to this small, innocent child who's hungry, uh, wants to eat fish for lunch. And so he asks this kid to, you know, follow him to the kitchen. And then as they go around the corner into the kitchen, he actually pulls out this squirming Cape Cobra um, that's spitting and hissing and he throws it at the boy. That's kind of what we're picturing here. And there's something quite wrong about that. No father, hopefully, in their right mind would, would do that. Now, in Jesus' time, fish and eggs were common foods and serpents, as the passage says, or snakes and scorpions were common hazards. So that's where the imagery is coming from. Uh, and Jesus here says that although every earthly dad is actually a sinner, they're fallen, they're evil, which is the word he uses here, and his audience would have um, had no problem with agreeing with that. Um, even though that's their nature, they would never do this kind of a thing to a, to a kid that they love. And Jesus then works his argument here from the lesser to the greater and says, <clears throat> well, if they're not going to pull some sort of weird Tim Burton nightmare trick on you, how much more will God, our Father, not give us something bad, but is always going to give us something good? And in Matthew's version of the story and this teaching here, instead of talking specifically about the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is one of Luke's big emphases in, in his whole writings, um, Matthew talks about God giving us good things. There's the broader sort of application of it. And Jesus uses those words, how much more? And we just have to, you know, beat that into our heads. How much more loving is God than the greatest human father that's ever lived? And I know that uh, there are probably several people who are listening to this podcast uh, who, ha who have had or have right now really bad examples of uh, what a father is. And that's part of the reason we wanted to just take some time on this episode to help us renew our minds because it is a, a really common problem that many of us face. So there's been some of you who've had fathers uh, that have rejected us, left us, abused us, neglected us, uh, served themselves and not us. Maybe they were just extremely sinful in a multitude of ways. Maybe they were extremely lazy. And we have to ask God now and in our times of prayer, 
after listening to this, to really help us not to project those examples of a father onto God, but to rather take our cues on fatherhood from God himself. And the same is true is for those of us who, who haven't had dads for whatever reason. So my dad passed away uh, nearly 20 years ago now, and part of my journey of becoming a, a Christian is, is discovering God as a father and coming to terms with the reality of those verses that speak of God as a father, particularly the ones that say God is a father to the fatherless. That's been a big one for me to, to grapple with. It hasn't been easy. But we need to feel secure to come to God as our father. Okay, We must know that we're going to be accepted. We don't ever need to fear or think that he's not going to care for us. And that's why in the previous story, um, Jesus was encouraging us to be shameless in coming to God and asking for things. Okay, God's the God. He's the dad that, that, that delights in us. Okay, he was the one that was at all our sports matches, even if our earthly father wasn't. He's the dad uh, that's always been available to talk to us, even when our earthly father couldn't. And we can be sure that God's certainly going to give us what is good for us. We need to believe that and, and figure out how to, how to really let that sink down into our hearts. John Piper helpfully reminds us that, look, God will decide how to run the universe uh, but we can be certain that while he's doing it, he is good and is going to be after our good. And I found Andrew Murray uh, helpful here when he, he said this very simple thing. We should yield to the love of the Father not only when we want to ask for things. This will strengthen the relationship and will probably boost answers to prayer. And he's counseling us here to treat God as our Father in all areas of, li of life. So not only in prayer. He's, he's got things in mind like... Um, Honor God as our Father. Honor Him. Obey Him as our Father. That's the commandment for earthly children to their earthly dads. How much more should we be obeying, seeking to obey and please our Heavenly Father? Listen to Him. All of these things are going to strengthen the relationship when it comes to us asking Him for things. And I think that's just such good, profound wisdom. Uh, doing things in other areas of life will always strengthen things in specific areas of life. One last thought I'd, I'd love to leave us with today before we go and approach our Father in prayer, and I hope we all go and do that once we've listened to this. Um, this is from N.T. Wright's commentary on Mark. And he says this, let me quote him. The image of God as Father goes right back to Israel in slavery. God told the Egyptians, Israel is my son, my firstborn, so let my people go. And he carries on and he says this, N.T. Wright. Calling on God as Father is to invoke the God of Exodus, the liberating God, the God whose kingdom is coming, bringing bread for the hungry, forgiveness for the sinner, and deliverance from the powers of darkness. So Father, we, we come to you right now as this God. You're the God who runs the universe. You're the God who uh, liberates people from darkness, and yet at the same time is our dear, dear Father. And we thank you that you are good. You know, there's, there's no need for the creator of the universe um, to need to be good, and yet you are. What a relief that is, God, and what, a, what an encouragement and what a, a hope that, that you will always do what's, what's good for us. Your heart is for us, to serve us, to bless us. Remind us, God, that you are kind. And please, um, shape our minds, God. Shape our hearts today to enable us to, to think rightly of you to approach you based on who you truly are and who, who Jesus has said you are in this passage um, and obviously elsewhere where you've revealed yourself in the scriptures.
And based off that, God, help us to come to you boldly with confidence, shamelessly approaching you uh, and help us know that you are ready and that you're willing to, to hear us and that we can be confident that you will always only give us what is, what is truly good for us. God, renew our minds today with all these things. Thank you that you are our good, good Father. Amen.